0: what's up you guys how we doing
1: great, great. We <laughs>
0: um so i think the last episode we recorded was december
1: that was a long time ago Has it was a long, long time ago it was december Oof. That's bad yeah, moving out of state thing <laughs> kind of do it all up i don't think so. Yeah. okay Maybe it, was, was, moon, it was december we, we actually we came
0: in here and we played around with doing some uh visual some videos oh, from, yeah. for one of those oh, but we didn't probably, actually
1: yeah i think we recorded like a like a little mock video
0: we but, did yeah. and I actually I put it out on uh tick we started the TikTok. Oh, dude, yeah, did we? yeah it yeah, got over getting... it was yes. like 3,000 views on it but we didn't do anything after that
1: I I feel very thousand com- views mm-hmm. yeah I feel very comfortable it's just the last non video watch I'd be okay, that would okay be our there. goal is to actually video and then cut them down so
0: I think it's safe to say that if anybody listening to this knows mm-hmm. anyone who is good at um recording things via GoPro, camera, whatever, recording and editing. If you know anyone, definitely have them reach out to us. We can yeah. use somebody for
2: that. Yeah, we do have to figure that out.
0: <laughs> but it's, it's been a long time. I mean, I honestly was thinking about kind of how we could give an excuse to why it's been so long and I really couldn't think of anything except for the fact that we kind of had to dive, you know, 100% into what we're trying to build here. I mean, that's really the only thing for me, you know, why I kind of fell off. And plus, you know, you're oh, it's exactly
1: the same thing and the entire reason why we did this podcast is to try to get people to, you know, think outside of the day-to-day grind and, and we just got pulled right into it. Right. It's just a million excuses. And so we just did exactly what we had to do. Right. Like you, uh, some, one of you guys initiated it and told it's like, Hey, we're doing it. We're just going to do it now. Right. And so, um, and, and we actually have something pretty cool to talk about something that, that, as, as the time goes by, yeah, there's been a lot of months since we've recorded this, but we have figured out some pretty specific things that that would immediately start to help people know what they need to do in order to break outside of the mold, right? So we knew we had to go do a podcast, um, but what does a regular person do? How, how do you break out of that regular mold? Who are you supposed to turn to do that? And th- I, that's why I'm excited about the topic today. Yeah, and, and Rylan, um, you know, I don't, I don't know too much about you and I know that
0: that's gonna change very quickly um, coming up soon and I'm excited for that. Um, but I don't know, you know, kind of how exactly you got started. For those of you who don't know, um, we have Rylan Stewart here, he's he's a guest for us today. Um, he's an attorney by trade, um, but he's helped grow a uh, construction company for the last couple of years. Uh, very successful at that. He's gonna be joining us at, uh, at our ventures now. I'm excited for that. Um, but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit
2: about your past? Where'd you start? Absolutely, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I actually, uh, I started as a law clerk to begin with. Uh, so I was, you know, in law school, looking to get my law degree. All of my aspirations in life were just to get that, that job at a big firm, you know, sell your soul and work a bunch of hours. But that was the dream that I wanted. Um, and I was I was fortunate enough to be able to go ahead. I got a, a clerkship with one uh, of the gentlemen here, Taylor Tonwald at Tonvold Law. Um, back in the day, uh, at that time, we shared a single office. I think if either of us leaned back too far, um, we might have ran into the other one there. <laughs> so, so definitely, definitely not a the dream working conditions that I had exactly inspired to, but what it's kind of turned out to be and, and the people that it's allowed me to surround myself with is what's, you know, made me who I am and, and what I've done and been able to do, what I'm gonna to continue to do are 10 times better and, and greater than, you know, even my dreams were when I was in school, so.
0: Definitely, yeah. Um, and when you, you said you were a, a law clerk for Taylor, um, he, he became your mentor or you kind of, did you, how did you find Taylor?
2: Yeah, I was actually just, you know, I was uh, summer, I think we determined last night, actually, it was the end of summer um, when I came on. And so there's just a, a job posting like most colleges have. And I just, you know, happened to be going through, saw that he was hiring, went ahead and uh, put an application out, went in for an interview. We realized we'd kind of taken the same path through law school. We each done one year somewhere else and then transferred to, to Arizona State um, School of Law. And so we had that immediate connection and just started from there. And then, yeah, he slowly became, you know, started as my boss, just giving me small tasks, um, that sort of thing, like a normal law clerk would. And then he'd be turned, you know, turned more into a mentor, not only in the legal sense, in the work sense, but kind of in the life sense um, as well. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think a huge misconception for a lot of people, and you did say it just there, is, you know, you took the steps you needed to take in order to be able to find somebody that was doing what it was that you wanted to do. Um, and you, at that age, you know, you don't really know how to get there, but it's it's very important to try to find somebody who's in the position you want to be in, uh, and just attach yourself to them. Um, kind of similar to what I did. You know, I know I've said it before, but um, I'm not sure if you've heard it. But I was working at a flooring store, and I hated my life. I hated what I was doing. I knew I wanted to be a part of something bigger and better. Didn't know what it was, um, and just latched onto somebody who I saw every day that was happier. Com- you know, they were they were a happy person. They they seemed to enjoy what they did. I kind of thought they were doing what I wanted to do, not really knowing, but um, they definitely didn't come to me. You know, they definitely didn't um, come seek me out. I had to do, you know, weird things that I didn't think I was ever gonna be able to do or capable of doing and just force myself upon them um, in order to be able to get that sort of mentorship. So I'm sure that that's something you had to kind of do as
2: well. Exactly, yeah, and you just you just have to go outside the mold and go, you know, above and beyond for things like that. I mean. The example that, that I've used, that I've heard other people in this room use is, you know, every now and then you might have a job, no matter what it is, a law clerk, whatever you wanna call it, selling tile at the tile store. And when you find a, a true mentor and you wanna be able to learn from that person, then you're gonna to have to do things you didn't expect to do. You're not gonna be selling tile anymore. You might be washing this car. You you might be getting him coffee. But every minute that you get to spend around an influential person like that is a chance to learn. It's a chance to be a sponge. And then when the opportunity does come, you just have to make sure that you're ready to, to accept it. It's gonna be scary sometimes. You're gonna to have to do stuff that you probably don't wanna do or, or you didn't think you're capable of.
3: Uh, but in the end, you'll grow from it and be better for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting him slide with that. He just he just threw something in there random. That was definitely a personal dig talking about washing my car. Uh, there was definitely a time <laughs> or two as a law clerk that, that, you know, I asked him to wash my car and, and you know, it worked out great for him. And so that that's kind of the idea is you, you might think that you you have this idea of what it's supposed to look like. You think, oh, I'm a law clerk. I need to go do this and then I'm going to be successful and be an attorney. Right? But if you if you get the right mentor, maybe they're gonna ask you to do something stupid like wash their car right And, and you, you might think, oh well, I'm, that's below me or I'm not gonna do that but it worked out great for Ryland. right So I, I love this quote out there that says um, if you cannot see where you are going, ask someone who has been there before. Right. I mean that's the definition of a mentor and so um, the, the idea is go figure out where you want to go right What do you want to do? What do you want your life to look like and then go find somebody that has that, that has that life, and then ask them what they did. And I guarantee the the way that they got there is not the way you think they got there. You think that they got there the easy way, the 9 to 5, being able to have a good work life balance, you know, being able to miss or be at every soccer game or every sporting event or every birthday party or every family vacation. Um but I guarantee um every single one of those people had to miss some of those things, right? Those mentors, the people that actually have what you want, um, they didn't get it the way you think they did, mm-hmm. um, and so that's why you got to go ask them. Go figure out first what you want and then go find someone that has it and ask them. Uh, but I guarantee the way they got there is different than you think and so you need to make some changes, you need to go wash someone's car, do something that maybe you don't think makes sense. Well here's uh, the interesting thing
1: Taylor that happens a lot of times that I'm starting to notice. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna the, the main goal if I had to do it all over when I was younger, I'd find a rich and successful person and I would latch onto that person. Like I'd have done that immediately before high school is even done. Try to find that rich successful person, right? Um, if you're lucky enough where it's your dad or a parent or if you have an uncle or someone in the family, just go find them. Um, and so since I, since you know that didn't happen um, and that there wasn't anybody directly I could go to, I, I always knew there was something I needed, but I would get this all the time. This is what I would get. Whenever I would talk to somebody rich, and this is when I started to realize if they actually wanted to help you or not. Um, you'll go up and you'll ask rich people, like, hey, what did you do to be successful, et cetera, like that. And this is how you can tell if they actually are um, expecting you to do it, and if they actually believe you, and if they're going to help you. This is how you do it. If they say, oh, you're doing it, just keep going, you know what? I wish I would have spent more time with my family. Let me tell you which I would have done. Yeah. I. You know what? I I I wish I wouldn't have cut off these friends, right? I wish I wouldn't have like, uh, you know what? Taking these risks, all of that stuff. If they say any of that, I mean, any of that, um, they're not mentoring you. They're just giving you advice, right? As if that's going to like help any, right? They just want it. Oh, this is what I would have done differently if I were, if I was you, but that's not gonna help you. Not asking help. I remember somebody. They said, "I wish I would have spent more time with my family." Um, and then, and then in the same breath, they said, "You know what? I used to get a whole bunch of enjoyment sending my family on vacations. I wouldn't go on the vacations, but I used to like. I would get a whole sense of pride from sending my family on vacations." Uh, and then he, and, and then he says, "Oh, and I wish I would have gone on those vacations." So what I took away from it, I said, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." How you got to like stack wealthy is you were sending your families on vacation instead of going with them. You just wish you would have gone on it, right? So he didn't do that. He was just telling me to do something different than what he had before. I'm like, no, no, I don't want that advice. I want the exact path. Like, don't go back and say, oh, Nathan, try to do it with a disadvantage, right? Like, Nathan, yeah, get rich, but spend more time with your family. I'm like, Heck no, right? Tying like a hand behind my back, that's not how you did it. I've never met a rich person that got to have all those nine to five, right? All those experiences, took all this time off work and then was able to actually become wealthy um, and provide for others. You have to do those sacrifices. So if you can find somebody that will tell you the nitty gritty like bad stuff, Right, and then allow you to come back and talk to them. That's how you know if you're actually gonna have a mentor. But if you walk up to somebody and they said, oh yeah, no, try to cherish this time. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) no, 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 I I want the real play by play. Like show me the actual movie. Well, I don't wanna show you that movie because you know I have regrets in that movie. No, I wanna see it, right? I wanna see it, right? I'm like, I don't want you to give me the fluffy thing because then what's gonna happen? If they give you the fluffy, then you're gonna think that that's how it actually is. You're going to go with both your hands tied behind the back. They're going to pound you back. And then you'll be like, you didn't tell me this was going to be tough. It's like, oh, well, you know what? They're using you kind of as a guinea pig. I'd like to see if like what would happen if I would spent more time with my family, right? And then, and then it doesn't work, right? Because you're not working and nobody wants to be around a guy that's not at work. Like I, I always ask people, I'm like, if you had to pick the guy that you were going to trust with everything, would you want the guy that you know what, at five, he's gone, like nine to five, he's there. You're betting your entire life on there, but he's gone, he's with his family, has that. Or do you want the guy to there before you get there, there after you get there, Bell all the time he says my entire life is to make sure the business is taken care of. I'm like, who are you gonna latch on to? Right, those nine to five, like the guys that are, are getting all the benefits, they're just making enough money for them. Mm-hmm. They're not taking care of you, right? You're not the priority to them. They are the priority to them, right? So I always find it very interesting. So you got to be careful. You're gonna walk up to a person, but if they're not telling you all this nitty gritty, if they're making their oh I wish I would have done this difference, um, they're not mentoring you. They're giving you some advice, and you're a you're a test subject for what would have happened if they would have done things differently. They'll watch you catastrophically fail. them am like oh, dodge a bullet there. Right, I'm like, and if you don't think that's how rich people do it, they're very comfortable watching you fail, right? And then if you did, if you do succeed, they'll be like, oh, wow, that's like really good. I'm glad I could help. Mm-hmm. The ones that you'll know, nitty gritty, all sacrifice exactly how I did it. And they'll let you copy it word for word. And they're not going to make you feel guilty for sacrificing because that's how they did it. Um, so you got to be careful. Make sure you find that mentor that's going to tell you that and not... He's not gonna gonna sugarcoat it. Cause people, I think it's the biggest surprise when people realize that like what you actually have to sacrifice for the short term to be successful. Mm -hmm. But then what ends up happening is then you spend 30, 40 years with your family. You might miss out on a couple, maybe two to five on there on building it. But then you get the next 30 to 40 where you spend all of the time with them. You can actually develop a relationship and best case scenario, your children now have the proper mentor so you can walk them through that and you actually have something you can give to them. Um, there's not, there's nothing more annoying than people using their family as an excuse um, not to sacrifice. And it's supposed to be the exactly the same way. And so that, that's my main, my biggest regret when I was younger. Yeah, no, I wish I did that. Everybody would you. say, oh, I wish I wouldn't have partied so hard. I wish I would have, that." none of that matters. I, I wish I would have just found a mentor and attached to that. And the crazy thing is, these rich guys, these rich women out there, like they want to tell you,
2: mm-hmm. does it
1: make sense? They want to tell you, but they're, what ends up happening is if if you don't go up to them, if you don't ask them about that, they, uh, number one is they don't want to waste their time. And then number two is people get really off put when you like tell them you're doing something wrong. Like like when they walk up to and they're like, oh, I do this and this and this. So it's like, okay, we'll just let you know, uh, that's completely incorrect. So uh, I've told you the wrong answer. Makes your brain just go like, what? Yeah, they're like, no, no, Nathan, you don't understand. And, I, and, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, everybody goes through this stage. Whenever I tell somebody that, okay, well, Nathan, I'll do, I'll pick and choose what I do that you tell me to do. I'm like, you can't pick and choose. It's either all or nothing, right? It's like, you you have to do it all. And I think that's the problem that, that why people get offended because what they're going to tell you is they're going to tell you, uh, do you talk to your family? friends, and neighbors. And if you say yes, uh, if you talk to them anything about business, if you're taking any, like, unless they're rich, right, and mentoring you, if if you are going to repeat anything that they said to you, right, and like, it's and, and if you say, oh yeah, I love my friends, oh yeah, my family spent so much time, and I'm like, are they all poor? It's like, yes, it's like, okay, well, then you're gonna be poor. Mm-hmm. Like, what? the biggest mistake people make is they listen to their family, friends, and neighbors. Uh, Those are not the person. A mentor that is completely different. And then he's going to tell you that you're not allowed to talk to those people. You got to cut them out of your life and you got to build something new. Then once you're solid, it's kind of like put your mask on, on the plane, then you can put on your kids but people refuse to do that oh no i'll i'll go through but what your family are going to tell you what your friends are going to tell you oh you're not around us anymore oh no that's scary oh i would never do that and you might say oh well i won't believe them that won't influence me of course that will influence you mm-hmm. that they they those are the people you've been listening to your entire life and so you, what you what the mentor is going to tell you to do is you are the average of the people you spend time with, so you got to cut those people out. He's going to say other mean things. He's going to say, "Hey, you can't do this anymore," or "or Hey, you wasted ten years, and you're going to be insulted, right?" And you're going to be like, "What?" Right? I'm like, I don't want to burn that ten years, but that's the best thing that you that you that you can do, right? Just because you spent time doing something doesn't mean that that that's that's what you have to do for the rest of your life, or that's in any way valuable. And so they don't want to tell you this stuff. They're not going to and. If, in, if they do want to have a casual conversation, they'll tell you the nice stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, just spend time with your family. Dude, there's nothing I hate more than watching rich people lie to poor people, well, just th- to appease
0: them. <laughs> I think it also um, comes back to, you know because you're, you're a mentor to a lot of people. And I think it also comes down to, it can't just be anybody who's comes up to you and says, hey, I want you to be my mentor. They have to be able to add some sort of value to your life that's the rule. And, and at that point, you know, just goes back to like washing the car thing. It's it's like if you didn't know anything about law, it's almost like to get into adding value to Taylor's life, you had to just prove that you were willing to sacrifice your time. And I feel like not a lot of people are willing to do this that. This
1: is, yeah. I, I think like Rylan was about to talk, but let me like emphasize this, right? So everybody gets really a clear idea with Rylan. If Rylan would have not applied to that position and got hired for a, Part time law clerk position. Rylan would not be sitting here. Rylan would be at a law firm getting paid somewhere between 100,000 to 150,000 bucks a year. Uh, oh, maybe even less? Probably less.
3: Oh, yeah. You know his. Dude, uh, yeah. You'd know. be lucky to hit him.
1: <laughs> uh, Hating his life. Not his own man at all. He would work for somebody, someone else. decides what he's gonna do, how he's gonna do it. The traditional path, there was no exit strategy for Ryland. It, it's it's getting around in Taylor, what well, was different Taylor when, when it comes to the attorney wise, like Taylor was able to introduce him to other people and give him opportunities. So the mentor isn't just about telling you what to do. He creates the next step. Right, And so the way that we've designed our program around here is our mentorship is attached to developing with the companies that we have. It prepares you to be an owner of a company or a partner in a company or a manager at a company. That's what we do. Uh, That's actually what I do full time now um, is just prepare people for that next step because the mentor isn't just about developing. He needs to, he can put you places. He knows people. It's the same reason why people go to Harvard and get a graduate degree there. They're not going for the degree, they're going for the networking. People, So the mentor, we, he will, if it's, a, if it's how you know you have a perfect mentor is he says the mean things to you, then second, and this is important, he puts you in a better place than where he found you. And that's the commitment, right? And so that's where it's like, you always have to ask the mentor and make sure, hey, you need to make sure he cares about you. Because if he cares about you, he'll put you very similar to, you know what you see these rich people that put their kids in good places in their business? Mentors will do that for you. People are 100% discounting that. Rich people can just move, um, not rich people like pawns. He can take you from one place and put you in the other one, all that he's looking for, are you going to listen to what he says or are you going to embarrass him? And if you're not doing the things he's saying to you, he's not going to put you in that place mm-hmm. because it's you're just going to go from failing in
3: one place to failing in another. And, and that's the idea. We're talking about, hey, finding the perfect mentor. But probably the more important thing is being the perfect mentee, right? Being the person that's going to be mentored because this is what's going to happen. You know, We, we have a, a unique opportunity in our companies to be able to mentor and try to develop and help people. Um, but there's so many people that... We give them a little bit of advice. We say, "Hey, do this. Hey, maybe try this," and then they don't do it, right? And so we're to the point where we don't have time to to invest and mentor everybody that works for our companies, right? There's people that I don't even know their names, hardly even know them at all, uh, or anything about them. It, we're, we're just to that size, and so well, dude, we like I've like we literally. Hey, who doesn't know who we are, right? And, and hands
1: that literally like, were coming up in a meeting. I'm mm-hmm. standing in front of the group and these guys have no
3: idea who we are like it's like and that, and so that's, as, that's where we're at I'm like what and so so as mentors we're now having to choose where are we gonna invest our time who who are we gonna invest our time and and in, in our, our influence in and it's really the same way that we got rich and successful on the the money side is the same way we're gonna get rich and successful with our mentees right I want to have people that I get to influence and help change their lives and give them advice and, and they, they, they're able to get to a different level than they could have without without us. And so, um, but at this point we're having to pick, okay, I'm gonna invest two hours into this person. What's my return on investment look like? Is this person actually gonna uh, apply the things that we've shared or are they just gonna let it go in one ear and out the other? I, I guarantee those people, I'm not spending any time with, I, I don't have time um, to spend with people that aren't gonna listen, take the advice. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not gonna go wash your cars. like, okay, then I, Can't talk to you, Dude, I'm telling you, take my challenge on this. Like one day it's going to get out, but this whole
1: educational system is just designed complete. I mean, it's just.
0: One big pen. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's not going to work the way you think it's going to work. If you took four years and the money that you were going to spend in college, if you spent four years to work for free for a mentor just to be around them. Right? And take that money that you were going to invest in a college and tell that mentor, say, Hey, listen, I got 40 grand for college. I'm going to live for free. I'm going to take out loans. Um, I'm going I'm I'm to work for free. All that I want you to do is when you have, whatever you're putting your money in and investing your money, all that I want you to do is allow me to put it in that same place. I work for free, I'll do this. I'll go through that, pro- that program. It's how it used to be, they like apprenticeships back in the days. If you find, if you were to do that, like I would want to see like this challenge. Could you imagine, like what would happen if we had like an 18 year old that came up to us. He's like, hey, I got 40 grand. I just want to get into the next company. I have a I have companies like, like that we invested way less than 40 grand that pay out monthly, more than the average salary. Um, like we could turn 40 grand for the rest of this kid's life, more than what he would make when he graduated from college. And he would never have to work a day for the rest of his life. But we don't let people do that. Like we don't need people's money. The only people we allow to invest with us are people that are actually gonna add value on top of that, right? And so like, it's not just money, like what are you gonna commit to it? So then that's where the other caveat comes in. It's like, hey, I'm dedicated to so this. I wanna learn from this. Um, and and dude, you, if, I could. I would just love to see it. Like, it. this is like a reality show, like a documentary. This is what we need to do. Find two college kids, find one that's gonna go the regular path. Both have exactly the same degree, the other one, and the other one has, hey, um, instead of doing this, I'm gonna do a mentorship. I'm gonna intern for four years straight. It's my entire life. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to invest all my money in the college. And all that I want you to do is strategically put me in there because during that four years, what they don't tell you is the business is going to start paying out money. So if so, don't take the money because remember you can't work till after college. Reinvest that money right into a business. It's going to compound. Dude, that forty thousand at the end of four years, I mean, could legitimately be like five hundred to a mil dollars. And then once you're at that, he's not even going to work. Like he's not gonna have a job. He'll, he knows how to make money on his money. And as soon as you start to realize that all your money comes from making money on your money, then this could never. This kid would probably never work an actual job his entire life. He probably would never get a paycheck and, and then live the rest of his time. So now we got a 22 year old that's got $500,000 seed money, right? That you could easily turn that into 100, 200K of just genuine income going in there, not even counting the value of the company. Um, and then and then we just followed it like just this study that happens but the crazy thing is we literally just came up with this idea and said it out loud and i bet you anything people think that the risky one is our idea is our idea yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah and the only one that's that's guaranteed to fail is the one they're it. so that's a program of it the mentor will break you out of that he will tell you how it actually works and if you can get there young like before you have debt, before you have the kids, before you all that, you can dedicate everything to that and you can speed up this process. Now you do need a little seed money, right? Because this guy's just not gonna give it. You need to like buy into this stuff and that's where it comes like whatever you were gonna use like to like pay for, I mean, college is insane, dude. We, these, they're talking about, what is it? Like when I went to college, it was $1,700 a semester and now it's like, what? buy $10,000 a semester, yeah. so it's bare minimum $10,000 yeah. a year. Like, it's, it's crazy, it's That's insane. just for like general college. Yeah, uh, and, 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 and so you'll walk up to your, it's the same as sort of adage, the government, they'll give you like $100,000 for a worthless degree, but they won't give you a $10,000 loan to start a business. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna come a time, I'll tell you, where the, the people will realize that the old-fashioned apprenticeship is the new, Fashion mentorship, and if you apply the same time, the same effort into learning that trade, and you're willing to invest money into a business like you are into a uh, education, the only thing I can guarantee you is that you'll be more rich than everybody around you, infinitely. And it's and then once you get once you get the money, it's just then you never work a day in your life. All you're doing is making money while you're sleeping, and it's the entire dream, right? Um, it just seems so crazy. It just seems so crazy, but it is literally that easy. We have a guy that's, the goal is that in the next three years, um, so he's 25 right now and turn 28, is that that he, sh- that he should be a millionaire. That's what we're hoping, right? If he continues to reinvest and do all that stuff, um, and he's just gonna follow the program to a team. So we'll get back here in like three years, we'll see somebody that, you know what, his same age, going to college or whatever it is. Compare and the two. that, I'm just telling you, and it's a secret and we can yell it out loud, but we might as well be the crazy guy on the sign with the sign on the side of the road that says like, the world's coming to an end. Like people walk back there, ah! right? Like our parents, right? That have significant, well, well, mind you, some of you guys are more, but my parents, like they both had graduate degrees and they worried about money all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's actually sad to see how little they actually have. It, it, it it's depressing. Um, even watching it fail for them, you'll tell, oh, there was like this way. Oh, no, no. Because they, they succeeding isn't necessary with your friends, family, and neighbors. Suffering the same in a safe way, like my all models, like safely poor. Only thing I can guarantee you is that you will be poor. Like you're going to be poor. And if you manage to not be poor, it's because you forget all the traditional stuff and you take a risk. And you find the right place and you invest and you do something like Mm -hmm. that. And so that's what we do professionally. We allow people to come, we take a lot of the risk out and we show them um, we're allowed to get, we give them a job, we allow them to get a check, but at the same time, retraining their mind how it actually works. And so that way they're ready for the opportunity and they actually value it. Uh, And then that's generational. Once you learn how to do that, then we teach all of our children, they'll never have to go through that. So what I always say is we're the top of the Christmas tree. Like if somebody were to look back on our like, so generations down the road, um, trust me, my, like my is gonna be on the top. You don't need to know about my parents. You don't need to know <laughs> yeah. about their grandparents. They left shit. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like you only get to be on the top of the Christmas tree is like they can point back to where the money came from, mm-hmm. right? Like who was uh, you know, like patient zero, like an outbreak. Right. This is like, who's patient zero for your family tree? And I'll tell you, if you aren't stacked with cash, um, you're not patient it's not zero. Gonna be you. If your parents work, right? So that's the idea, this is changing generations. And it's not just money, you have to retrain the idea of, of how it actually works. So we'll do a podcast like this, people will hear it and no joke, they'll wake up the next day, just go right back to work. Mm-hmm. That's so a big they'll spend difference. the money on a vacation. Dude, no joke. We have a company that costs us three thousand dollars to start. Three K to start, no joke. Um, it, we make each of us make more monthly than three thousand dollars than the initial investment, like going in there. Like it's just insane. Just make sure mm-hmm. three thousand. So you, so next time you take a three thousand dollar vacation, so you can be happy. Just to like know that that's a trap. That's you're like until you get rich or until you have like a reoccurring investment. You need to spend that money on figuring out how to make it work for you, right? And so that's what we do. That's what we made our life out of. But we're hoping that the people, as they're listening from here, we just wanna change your perspective. Go find a mentor. Oh,
0: and we have a, we have a, an amazing system here for that. And it's, you know, we're gonna be doing big things. I think we should do more. We should put something out there that's more of like, a instead of an apprenticeship, it's more of just a business mentorship. And that's all they get when they come here. Yeah, how, we, how willing would well, you be to have somebody come up to you and say, "Hey, I'm here. All dude, I'm willing to give you we're is my time." we looking
1: for him. Like I, each of us need the. The yeah. thing that surprises me the most is that I don't have a young, driven, like guy next to me just begging for me to tell him all the information. It blows my mind. Like it's unbelievable. I, I think. Dude, a, I think a lot of it is that just people just don't know that it exists.
3: Yeah, I. I so, guess, so it. Here, here it is, my phone number, 480-825-8980. Just give me a call. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about it, four years ago was when I met Rylan, four years ago. So we're talking about this plan of going to college for four years. Ryland, um, what Nathan just, that crazy idea he just brought up of four years investing um, and, and being with a mentor, would you look back on the last four years and think something like that would maybe be more beneficial than going to school? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so four, four years, and, and we weren't even that, Right. I mean this isn't like a hard right. it's been more in four years than most people Ninety nine
1: percent of people will be able to accumulate by the time that they're sixty five and I know i as a private client financial advisor. Like like if you can accumulate five hundred thousand dollars at a time, now obviously inflation's gonna kill that over a period of time, but you can invest that and that'll keep up with inflation. But at this point, if you have $500,000 at the end of a retirement, then that was a successful job based off of the worldly thing. And you're just gonna live on five to 10% of that income, right, and then um, get your social security and, then, and, and try to keep your debt down. And then you're just gonna spend that money until you die. Um, and that's an entire lifetime. So then the, the crazy part about that too, is this is, I mean, we're not
2: talking about me showing up every single day. taylor's office for the past four years i mean this was a very loose mentorship we worked together at first and then taylor did what a good mentor would do and when he saw an opportunity for me he put me with people that i could be successful with which was completely selfless of him because for him personally what would have been more beneficial is for to keep me you know under his thumb in that employee type mindset that would have benefited him his life and his career tremendously to have someone like me there. But instead, he made that sacrifice because we had that relationship, because he was dedicated to being a good mentor. And he put me with someone else and put me in a position that allowed me to grow myself. And it just so happened that we came back together now. But that's what we talked a lot about, you know, finding a mentor and being a good mentee. Um, but just you know, a side note to make sure that you have a good mentor who's doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, and I I fully believe that
0: what you put out into the world, you get back, and that's a that's a pure example of that. You know, he put that out into you, and what do you know? It's you know came right back around. Dude, and,
1: why don't we have
3: people? Dude, uh, we'll get off this podcast. We'll make, I, we'll would, make a
1: I would, I yeah. would, somebody could hang around me, right? And I would I, just I could tell someone. them, I would spill all of that info. Yeah. The problem is that like it's you know people have to have jobs and blah, blah blah. You got to like catch them like when they're like young, right? and, yeah. then, and then it's unbelievable. Like, there's, like, a pile of us in here, right? And we couldn't, like, if we tried, like, we wouldn't have been able to find somebody, like, when we were younger. And there's, like, a pile of us. It's like, hey, can I, like can I just like sit next to you and learn all the stuff? And you just tell me all the secrets. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, do I have to pay you? I'm like, no, I'm like, I'll just tell you. Right now you have to add value and how they would add value is doing exactly the same thing like a, a graduate student does with like a professor. Given the right? time. And then, yeah, they're in there, they're doing the experiments of that. They're not getting paid, but they're uh, um, um, they're adding to the resume. So the the, the world understands how it's supposed to work, but they rig it so that it doesn't benefit you. It's it crazy. benefits them. It crazy, make sense? Right? But as Taylor uh, and Ryland were talking about, like Ryland, like he had to leave. Like part of sometimes the mentorship, you have to go off, you have to practice, you got to do your thing, and then and then when it came time, and it, he Ryland came right back to where he's used to coming. Doesn't make sense. Like this is where it works out, and now that, and then. That's where the you know what how we're all working with each other again. But that's that's a very that that's a very very good point. Just because you're with somebody doesn't mean you have to be with them for the rest of your life. They're going to give you marketable skills that you can take anywhere, and that's how you know if you're at the right place. It's not just learning how to do something for you anywhere you go. It's going to be applicable. So I I want to backtrack just a little bit.
0: Um, So you were talking earlier about how amazing it would be if we had somebody show up on our doorstep with forty grand saying I have all my time. But I think people who, who are listening to this don't have $40,000 to spend and are more willing to sacrifice their time. Let's just say that that's all they have to give. Besides time, what else would you say that you'd look for? We don't even to? want anything.
3: Like we, we say money and time, Well, if they were willing to just give their time, most people wouldn't even do that. Right. If you came around and said, hey, Nathan, what time do you get to the office? Eight o'clock? Okay, I'll be here at 745. Yeah. Don't pay me. I'm just going to be, so I'm just going to listen. You eventually have to get
1: the money. And so this is where the mentor will teach you. So you do, you'll have to learn different money management skills because the the money just accelerates it, right? We were talking about four years to a million dollars, right? If you don't, if you only have time and that's how lots of people start off. Like that's how all of us, I don't think any of us had stacks of cash, right? I had to start off with time. Um, I built it up. That's why it, that's why you like a, uh, as the years go by you start making exponentially more the first 10 years is is what it takes you to save up the money so what the mentor will do is he'll give you an option so you can make some money but then he'll teach you how to keep the money you do eventually have to save money so there is no such thing as 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 not eventually having to risk money time just allows you to start making it in the right place as they start to train you it's just going to delay the process that's the only reason why that was a great example is because you're gonna have to pay something, learn to invest, that's proper. So what ends up happening, people don't have any money. You've made tons of bad decisions in your life, you spent all your money. Because it's not what you make, it's what you spend. So the mentor will tell you that, and that's harsh. Yep. You walk up to somebody who says, you can't ever take a vacation for the next four years, you have to get rid of this, you have to do this, you have to do this, you start saying that to somebody, they're to be like, wait, 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 no, 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 I'm here for like the mentorship. I'm like, no, 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 like that, welcome that's to the mentorship. <laughs> Like you need to do that. And that's where we lose most people. Does it make sense? And so um, the, when, when you come here and, and you want to be around the person, he's going to teach you everything. And that's where I always have problems. People want to be like half in, half out, but it just doesn't work. But the mentor will teach you how to make right monetary decisions and you save up and you save up. You'd be surprised how quickly you can save up 40 grand you'd be really surprised now it might take you a couple years longer it might take you a couple years to save up that 40 grand um, but you just have to be in the right place at the right time and then when you get it all that it is it just delays the time but if you have bad if you have, if you have no money to your name right now and you're somewhere in your 20s like then you have bad uh, money management skills um, and so he's gonna have to teach you and that doesn't come naturally to the most people um, and the crazy thing is that once you learn how to do that, you will be able to teach someone else. It's it's a it's a it's an acquired skill. You choose to not have that skill. Like people, oh, you, Nathan, you were just born, you know how to do it. No, like no, my parents were horrible money managers. They made infinitely bad decisions. They taught me. Does not make sense? Like I had to learn it. Um, and a lot of what I learned at was at the bank. And I saw it. I get to be around rich people and how they did it, and that taught me a lot. But if you don't want to do nine years at a bank, find a mentor. He'll teach you out a couple of years. But you are going to have to sacrifice something. Definitely. I mean, it's just going to have to happen. I mean, we should be real, right? We don't want these people thinking, "Oh, well, I just." put myself in the body and I won't change anything else. No, the mentor is develops you through the hard times. That's what i say, he's gonna tell you things that you don't want to hear. If he wasn't planning on doing something, then he just tells you that, oh, this person said I have to give up all this. And if he tells you that's not true, then all he's doing is placating you because he doesn't want to insult you and he just wants you to go away, um, which is a very normal thing. It's very similar to like, if someone comes up and asks you for money, like they're begging on the street, you give them a dollar, you know the dollar's not gonna help. It just makes you feel better. Um, like that's what rich people do to poor people all the time. Oh, just here. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's good. Keep on going. Right. And they, cause they don't care about what the consequences. They just want to sleep at night or we're just different. Like we'll tell you, like, we'll tell you straight up. Um, so it's not just about making money. Like if, if you, if you come with no money, then that means that's, they know where to start. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Like Rylan, Rylan comes in, Rylan has, I take me about 30 seconds. I know where Rylan needs to start. Someone walks up to me and says, Hey, I got, I'm super motivated I have no money. That's at a different starting point because yeah. there's personal things that are keeping you very similar if anybody's ever had a drug addict family member it, it's it's actually amazing to watch how normal they are but they just suffer from you know when they get depressed or they get stressed or something like that how they how they they deal and cope with those situations is hundred percent defines their life and could be completely different They can come from the exactly same circumstances have definitely the opportunity but when they get depressed and they turn towards drugs, um, it can shape their entire life it can it can make them put them in horrible places where they have to steal from family members can't hold employment can't do any of that um, very similar to bad money management skills it's exactly the same uh, Rich people look at bad money bad money management skills like a disease like you have a disease you have an uncontrollable disease isolation yeah. you 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 uncontrollable disease how you cope with the pleasure side of your brain is you spend all of your money, mm-hmm. right? And so oh, we we approach it exactly the same way. It's like, hey, you just need to stop doing that. Very similar to you know like any sort of a rehab or or something like that. So that's what they'll help you. They'll help you with those skill sets. And then once you learn them, it just compounds after that. So then they'll teach you how to say they'll teach you how to make money. Then they'll teach you how to save money. Then they'll teach you how to make your money make money for you. And then once you learn how to make like. Once you learn that all of your money is going to come from your money making money for you, then the world starts to get perceived very differently. Um, that's what I'm genuinely excited about is just realizing that working is it, It's just no matter how how many hours I put in, the the assets are going to always make more money for me if I do it correctly, right? And so that that's what they'll teach you right. and going for. So that's the suggestion what I have. Like it so. If, if, if you don't have any money, you have to, very similar, like they're not gonna check you into rehab unless you say you're gonna stop doing drugs. You can't go into rehab and say, hey, listen, I'll stop doing heroin, but I, I need my bag of Coke every day, so, right? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's just it's just more socially acceptable to not have money, right? But in the wrong, in the other circles, it's not socially acceptable. It's very similar why there's classes and why they separate themselves, why you don't get invited to certain parties, why you don't get inside to super groups, right? Why they have their private country clubs and all that. That's not by accident like they're separating themselves on purpose because the same way that you would separate yourself from somebody that's like literally relapsing at that certain time, like they're like, you're suffering from something, right? You can't come in until you're ready to do something about it. Um, and so there's there's just not a lot of mentors that are willing to put up with that because the people that, and the crazy thing is as soon as I start mentoring people, as soon as I get to the point uh, of what they have to give up, no joke, they just get mad, very similar to a drug addict, like, saying you can't have the drugs. Like they take it personally out on you because that's where they're gonna direct it. Well, we, us three have developed like a fantastic skin for it. Um, I already assume that you're gonna get mad at me. Like the the novice mentors, the ones that haven't done a lot, they just got rich, but they haven't figured out how to get someone else rich. And they're just, they'll be genuinely surprised when you get really mad at them. Like, oh. <laughs> like why are you taking this out on me? It's like, well, that you're the one, like you, they take it out on the person that's giving them the information, right? And so that's why you have to have a sick, thick skin and the person actually has to care for you because they, they'll get to the point where they're like, dude, this isn't worth it, right? I'm not gonna have it, but somebody cares with you, they'll realize there's gonna be this 30, 90 day gap where you're just angry all the time, you don't wanna give it up and they'll just keep doing it, but eventually you'll start seeing it clearly, you'll start doing that. And if you stick with the program, um, you'll come out of it and you'll look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I used to spend money on this, mm-hmm. I, can't believe, I, I can't believe I would ever go on a vacation and not invest that 3000 in a business. Mm-hmm. Like you just want to be running up to do, find a rich person that starts businesses and run up with cash to that person and beg him to put some of it in the business too. I beg you, please. Like I've seen these these movies where the world's coming to an end and somebody has a ticket, and, but nobody else has. So they're running out with their children. Please take my baby, please take my baby. Because they're worried that their, their child's gonna die. They're not worried about them. They're worried that their child's gonna die. That's how I see futures, right? Take this money, right? Like, I, I'm going to die. Like, if it stays with me, it's gonna get hurt. You will save this money, right? And and then, and then uh, like, it will have a better future. Like, I, it's just, please believe me, man. I'm like, I'm like, i am always, it's kind of like Elon Musk said, he's not worried about risking his money. He's worried about not risking his money. Now, his is good, right? He's doing it himself, but until you learn how to make money on your money, you just need to find something. Now, financial advisor is not the same thing. <laughs> that's not the same thing, trust me, that's that. Find somebody that starts businesses and I'm talking about take small amount of money and turns it into a lifetime of income very similar to the rich and deaf, poor debt with leveraging, you know, homes, etc. Mm-hmm. like that. But you'd be surprised how clever it is. I think that's what always surprises me, um, how how much people are unwilling so to nice. like invest or do anything like that, how it just scares them to death, right? When XY you should have the exact opposite opinion. You should be running Um, as if it's, as if the world's coming to an end and that's the only safe place for it, right? It's just, it's crazy. But and
3: and so the the reason why we brought up the college and the money, right? We talked about four years. That's how long it takes you to go to college. And we talked about $40,000 because that's how much you're going to pay. Um, the reason why we did that is because everybody's so willing to do that. They get out of high school. They're like, yeah, next thing I need to do. What all my poor neighbors, family members told me to do is I need to go spend four years not getting paid, going to classes that I don't care about, that I'm not going to learn anything from, and I need to pay somebody so I can be there, right? That, that was, that's how we started this whole conversation is people are willing to do that. And, and we're just saying, hey, just take that money, take that time and invest it somewhere else. And of it's going to pay off way more in the future. Um, there's a quote out there that says, one good mentor can be more important, or excuse me, more informative than a college education and more valuable than a decade's income. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about. We didn't get to the point that we're at today without mentors. We're not telling you to do something any different than we did. Um, it just took us longer to do it. Does that make sense? Like, we wasted time not having a good mentor. We wasted time not having somebody giving us that information. Um, and so now we're more than willing to do it. And, and we came up with a great idea. We're going to go find some people to mentor um, in exchange of them going to college. And we're going to take that person with it. You know back in the old days back in the you know the bc area where they would have a, a gladiator right it's my best against your best mm-hmm. these armies would come fight each other um but it wasn't the whole army they, they realized hey rather than ten thousand people fighting ten thousand people they would just say hey why don't we just send our best guy and then they fight and then whoever wins wins the war right i mean let, we're gonna do that we're gonna gonna take, be on the i think that's fight. how the olympics started well, too. It, it, it would it, it would the the game would be over before
1: they graduate the game would be over, and that's if only one of us was doing it, right? So if we had like one person, and all three of us are doing it, or all five of us, like that, we the game would be over before the other contestant. It's kind of like the same thing where it's like Achilles and Troy. We're just going. I'm like that was over, right? It's like like he just ran past him, and then the fight was done. Like we wouldn't even need to have a competition. It, before end of college, they would already know, dude. With with forty k in one business, like. He'll never catch up. He'll never catch up like ever. And that's it. There's no reinvestment of the money. Like I don't even need, I don't even need real stuff. I just need the first thing. I need four years of dedication and 40K up in front. Now, now this is not an option for everybody. Just just let you know, like <laughs> we don't need money or, or time. Like this is this is purely to like prove to people right out that. But it's, that's just how dumb it is. We would only need one. And he wouldn't even own all of the business. He would have like a percentage of the business and he would still, his lifetime income from that business without any reinvestment from the one would be more than that person would ever make. Like the person would never catch him because the business would grow and it would all, et cetera, like that. And we're not even talking about uh, selling the business because remember, they if you want a retirement account at this thing, you have to put away money, like in your 401k and that doesn't come until the age 65. That means like because 85% of the growth in your retirement account comes from compounding interest that has to be there till you're 65. And I think like 50% of the interest comes in the last like five to 10 years, right? So it doesn't work with the 401k unless you stay there till you're 65. Our time is that once he starts, he'd be retired before he's 30. So it's not even the same planning. And that's if he doesn't, re if, if, if he reinvested the money that he got from distributions and continued that same path, it would be, The retirement would be, like, are we talking about an 18-year-old? The retirement would be, he would be done by 25. Seven years, seven years with 40K seed money and an unlimited amount of investment in time. Like, that's seven, seven years. That's, like, way, that's, like, way longer. That's, like, we just leave him just because it has to be, like, more realistic, 25, because people would never believe 22, right? But people do it all the time. Some of the richest people I know didn't graduate from high school didn't go to college they spent that time doing this stuff
3: and it, it's crazy right i'm like no so it's not even on the same planet yeah no, it'd, be, it'd be laughable so we're gonna mark this podcast this episode we're gonna look back once we've got our champion i mean it's it's not even close we, we we've seen what the the college system produces we've seen what a good mentor produces we've seen what somebody can do when they start a business and they're willing to sacrifice time it, it's it's not even the same plan well yeah. that's what i would tell if people went to college don't worry if you like want to do your thing kind of thing the world needs those people like you
1: don't you don't need to do it I'm talking about the people that they went to college and they're like I I don't know if this is gonna work right they're starting to have that like uh oh and these are the people that if anybody ever makes you feel bad like that you didn't go to college or even like you didn't graduate from high school I guarantee guarantee they're not ultra wealthy that would be very rare like, we don't need that. Like, we don't need that. The college guys work for those guys. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? So that means you're just in the wrong circle. You've been educated incorrectly. Um, we have shared with you. We'll see who shows up. We already have a guy that we're kind of doing it with already. So it's, we'll, we're going to win no matter what. We'll have a test subject for you. But I think I'm willing to. If Like, you know, if the right person shows up, have that. That's what we need to do. We need to do, like, a competition. Now, we're going to go find some. You know, what we, we need to, to do sure? it like the... Uh, the Trump show, right? Where they come as like, you have like this internship, yeah, right? Hey, we'll let you intern with us and we'll let you invest in our
3: businesses, right? Have that. And then in and, and 99 of them will laugh at us and be like, absolutely not. I'm going to go get a job over here making this. But that one, we're going to find that one person. Yeah. Well, that's the crazy and thing. Is- he'll be richer than every-, every other 99. Oh, sorry, Mike. I'll, I'll say this. The, and this is why I don't do it very often. Like,
1: like uh, I'll be like more shy to go up to kind of things like that is because they do something that really annoys me. Like my biggest pet peeve, when I have a poor person stare me in the eye and laugh, like puts on a smile as if they like know something I don't, right? And then I'm like, "What?" And and trust me, like I've done, I have like five people in my mind that I've marked, and I always like every year I'm like, "Oh, hey, what's, what's this person?" And I'm not kidding, without fail, the exactly the same place, miserable, not happy, nobody wants to be around those, and so that's what I. That's what I hate is that smile, right? I'm like, oh, you got the,
3: yeah, they're like, look at like, oh, yeah, I've got, I've got, you know what, I have that. But dude, we should be like, oh, we will. So, to be continued, this is gonna happen. I mean, because that, that, that's the thing, we, we can make money, it's fun starting business, but we, we're addicted to helping other people be successful, right, mentoring them, helping them. And so this is a perfect way to, to continue to do that. So yeah, and that's,
0: that's the whole reason why I wanted to do this with you guys is because there was never anything like that when I was, when I was younger, when I was coming out of high school, that there was nothing. I didn't know where to look. So the good thing is, is there's this giant platform out there that people can go to and they can listen to this and hopefully people do and find some value. And, you know, we're here to help people. We're not asking for any money to do this. This is just, you know, not, not really for our benefit. I mean, it kind of is for me, but, Um, you know, we're not asking anything much more than just to be there, a voice for people that can listen. You never know, see who shows up,
1: we'll see who comes. Well, we get a lot of satisfaction in helping people. So people that want to get help it's actually a really good feeling. I I get a lot just, if if there's a chance that somebody could just have a a stereotype different, because lots of people are, are raised in a certain way where they're like, maybe they're raised where education's the most important or religion's the most important or something like that. But there's just gonna come a day where someone just needs to tell them that you get to define your future, you need to erase everything and then build it back, right? The way that you need it, and then add those on later. But there's a lot of people that feel guilt, they feel that they have to do it a certain way, or if they didn't, if they're past the point where it's too late to succeed and that too could not be for the future. Mm-hmm. So just remember, if anybody told you it's too late, I actually would prefer if you didn't go to college. And I'm even like, I'm talking if like, it's probably not even a horrible idea that you didn't even like, I'm even like, maybe I even like it more that you didn't graduate from high school because the Coach less me. I have to replace of uh, indoctrination of just, just to be this regular person, the better. Um, so remember, if anybody told you that, they're, they're just lying straight to your fucking face. You can
3: reset that at any given time. You just have to do the right formula. Yep. I love it. It's been great to be back. It was fun. Moral of the story, get a mentor. Yep. The absolute looking back, that's been the most life-changing thing for any of us is, is finding that mentor, finding that person to give you that advice to help you get to that next level. So if you don't have a mentor, stop listening to podcasts. podcast. If you're not interested in looking for a, pod- a mentor, stop listening to podcast. Absolutely.
0: hundred percent.
2: Ryland, you got anything else you want to add? No, I mean, that. that's it. That's exactly what it is. Without, without a mentor, you can go, you can try to start businesses. You're gonna think it takes some grand idea that no one's ever thought of before, but it doesn't. Plenty of people have figured it out. No one in here is an inventor. We haven't invented anything physical, a product or anything that someone hasn't done before. It's just business. So find someone who knows that, find a mentor who knows that.
0: Awesome, cool.
2: Love it. All right, take it easy.